Hey you, welcome to Live with Liv, a show where I get real with friends, entrepreneurs, celebs, artists, and just all around cool, down-to-earth humans who do incredible things. This is all a rerun from my Instagram Live, so please excuse any colloquialisms, silly sounds, or verbal mishaps. Listen while cleaning your room, working out, or taking a drive. I can't wait to hear what you think. Oh my God, what's going on? How are you surviving? You know, that's what I want to talk to you about. How are you surviving? No. I'm, well, actually, I have to be honest, like, and this is just my experience. I felt really good about slowing down. I don't feel good about what's going on. Yeah. Um, But it's been so nice to, like, have more time in the morning for my routine to just, like, move through my day a little bit slower. I don't know about you, but I rush around so much. I'm, like, trying to do 100 things at one time. I'm, like, and so it's just been nice to, like, be, like, okay, what do I need to do? And, like, it's really weird, but every night to be, like, oh, I have to be home and, like, watching TV with Justin is, like, the best. I'm, like, literally after, like, 5, like, 6 p.m., I'm, like, day's done. What do I want to do now? I'm, like, I just want to, like, chill. And it's, like, it's – it's a nice break. A lot of people I yes. know are calling it like the great pause, which is yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that I needed it because I just had to like reevaluate where I was going and the path that I wanted to be going down. And like, we mm. never have had this opportunity to just be like, all right, let's chill. Not just for a totally. half day, but for like a while. Totally. What have you like learned about what you want to do as far as reevaluating? Yeah, I, um, I mean, I want to learn how to make a podcast, so this is really exciting to have you on, number one. Oh, but... <laughs> Whatever you need, I got you, honestly. Love you. But also, I think it's just about redefining... My brother and I started a digital media company, and it's all about mm. making sure that we're hiring the right people and that we are yes. picking up the right clients and that we're conscious of all of our efforts and how we spend our time so yeah and like you're a beat you have to be the energy you want to attract you know you have to be like that grounded energy it's like what kind of people and you have to be clear about who you want to attract it's like who do I want to influence who do I want to work with Mm -hmm. and especially I think about that a lot with like clients like in a client-based business it's like you really have to be clear about who you want to attract because like you have to like them you have to want to serve them you have to like enjoy their time or else your job is miserable so it's like so key right and that goes for anything in life too so Mm -hmm. it's funny too because you started your podcast with your bff and Mm -hmm. that's no coincidence a lot of people like to surround themselves not just in life but in work with people who lift them up so i'm so excited to talk all about your story i have so many questions so can you tell us like who you are how you got into the space give us the rundown Oh, yes. Um, So I grew up in a small town in Ohio, and I um, was always, like, just someone that really was, like, a seeker. Like, I always felt like there was more meaning to life. I was, like, always, like, a really deep emo-type kid growing up. And um, I ended up in the corporate world after college. I kind of was on the normal path that everyone was doing, but I felt so deeply unhappy. Um, so I tried all these things. I tried a travel company. I or tried to create a travel company. I tried to blog. I tried to do all this stuff, and it wasn't, you know, really working. I tried to be a Soul Cycle instructor, and through that process, I got connected with Lindsay, and you know, we just started to have these really deep, meaningful conversations about feeling like we wanted to find our purpose, feeling like we wanted to. Um, 
like just find out like what we were meant to do and whether that was a transition related to my move from Chicago to New York to LA or her out of a long-term relationship. She felt like she was going to be the one. We just were like, we can't be the only ones that feel like our late 20s are so confusing. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like I would have it all together. I would have like the dream career. I would have the house. I would have like all these things that like I, I didn't have. And um, we just wanted to create the conversation, you know, public because we knew that we couldn't be the only one. So we just started recording and um, we recorded for six months before we put anything out. It was like all trash. It was like so bad. Um, But we started almost 30 like in 2016. So it was just started with the intention. Started with the decision to talk about the things that you were going through. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, exactly. Just like all the transitions in life when you're going in your 20s, like mm-hmm. you're during your 20s, you're really out of the nest. You're figuring out what you want to do with your life. Um, if you want to get married, if you want to stay single longer, if you want to have kids, how to save money um, about your body. Like, I think there's such like realness to your 20s that are just so important. So we wanted to just bring as much information and insight and humor and authenticity as possible, you know, when we started the show. Right, because I think you make people feel less alone and also mm-hmm. realize that you're not alone in feeling yes. like what the heck is going on, you know? Totally. It okay. is. It's like when we started this conversation, now we talk to people, they're like, oh my God, my 20s were crazy. Like I felt lost too, or I felt confused, or I felt like unhappy. And everyone relates to that feeling of being lost and wanting more. Right. And so like, was there a quitting of the job issue and you know because how did that work in 2016 podcasts weren't so popular so how did you know how to get on that bandwagon and that's so crazy I know so we didn't um we didn't know to get on the bandwagon like I just loved podcasts like I love multitasking I love learning I love growth so it was like the best thing for me when I would go on walks and be able to listen to podcasts so Um, I didn't really have an intention of like having this thing grow, but Lindsay and I loved to talk. We loved Mm -hmm. these conversations. Um, I had quit my job from New York in LA and I was actually unemployed at that time, but I was trying to blog and I was babysitting and I was serving and I was doing all these side jobs to like sustain me during this time when we created the show. Um, and that wasn't gonna last. So after working on the podcast, doing the side jobs, we continued the podcast, but I had to find a full-time job. So I went back into digital marketing, which what I was doing before. So I worked full-time for two years while we built the business and while we built the show and, um, Lindsay did as well. And we just worked on the side, like we worked at nights on weekends and we just really made it happen and really put in the time to like build it. And without having the job, we wouldn't have been able to build what we built. And I think it's so important, you know, when people have their full-time jobs and they feel unhappy, like to have a side hustle, such a beautiful escape and such a beautiful thing. And it doesn't need to be your full-time job. It doesn't need to make you a lot of money, but the point is like to express yourself in a way that you feel is not expressing yourself through work. Um, And just with smart planning, if you want to make it a full-time job, you can, but I just would be really smart about that before you quit. Right. And that transition is so important, too, because it's like when Mm -hmm. I wanted to start this company, it's like I was working and I had to put in the nine to five because you have to be financially savvy and it's not just going to go boom. All of a sudden you have 12 million. It's a process of really 
building on both and, and giving it your all. And obviously there are things that you have to sacrifice, like yes. going out on dates or getting together with mm -hmm. your girlfriends. And I think those things also so probably, much. like you probably missed out on so much. So much, and yeah, so much. Like we right. didn't, I, when I moved to LA, like I didn't really do anything, you know, I missed out on like, I actually had health issues because I was, pushing myself so hard. I was not really sleeping that well. My adrenals were shot. I was stressed out all day long because I was supposed to be at my full-time job, but I was also building this thing that I felt so passionate about. So mm -hmm. it was definitely a huge sacrifice for sure. And I think that's one thing too, is people don't really, when they're like, oh, I want that thing. And it's like, how bad do you want it? Like, do you want to put off like drinking on Friday night so you feel good on Saturday and you could like do the thing it's like people don't really have their actions in alignment with what they think they really want right. and I think you have to be really honest with yourself about that right that's so crazy you say that because earlier this morning I was on a run and I was thinking the difference about the difference between and I'm trying to figure out how to make a video about this productivity and discipline it's really mm. interesting, right? Because everyone's like, yep. I want a productivity hack. I want a productivity hack. But you cannot be productive if you're not disciplined and if you're not saying, all right, Liv, got to put your phone down. 100%. 1 a.m., what are 100%. you going to do? Yeah. Well, um, it's also like everyone wants like the hack. It's like there's not like a hack for everything. And I think people are so obsessed with like hacking. It's mm -hmm. like sometimes like with us, it's like, you know, for the podcast, it took us three years and like, it doesn't have to take everyone three years to, to make it or be in a space where they feel good. But it's like, there isn't like a shortcut for like doing good work every day and having that be a result, you know? Right. Okay. And so tell us some of like, how did you, how did you start? When did you know how to quit your job? And what were some of your productivity methods that, or disciplines that really helped yeah. you to get there? For So for me, when I was working my full-time job and doing the podcast, I think what was really important for me with discipline was like time blocking. And I almost made it a game. Like I made my productivity a game. So I'd be like, okay, I just got off a call for work. I got off 10 minutes early. What can I get done in these 10 minutes for the podcast that is like going to move the needle? I wouldn't do lunch lunch at work I would just sit at my desk and work on the podcast um I would make sure in the morning to take a half hour to work on podcast stuff we would work on it at night and then you know we brought on an intern very early so she was school credited um but she was super actually we paid her from the beginning so we paid out of pocket but um right. delegating work early on was really important but I think if people see it as like a game where they're like okay I have my clear list of things I want to get done in the day how can I make this happen like within what I'm already doing. And it was like amazing to me how much stuff I could get done in a day by doing that. Um, right. And then your question of like, when I knew to quit, I, we started to make a good amount of money. And I remember, you know, we had this event that we got asked to speak at. And at the event, they were like, it's going to be an hour on a Friday. And I was like, Oh, my God, I have to work. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And they're like, this is how much we're going to pay you. And I'm like, Okay. And the amount that they were going to pay for an hour was equal to my salary for two weeks. And I was like, I could make money, like enough money for 80 hours of work, two weeks of my 40 hour job in one hour doing something I love. I'm like, Hmm, there's like something to this. There's something <laughs> right. to this. I'm like, Oh, it's possible. And so that was like such a moment for me where I was like, okay, 
Like I'm actually ready. I've saved up money. I saved up six months worth of my salary um, to be prepared to quit because I think people should be really serious about their finances if they want to quit. And then, you know, we took the leap and really it's been like no looking back from there. And that was how many years ago? Three or I quit. I think it's been a year ago. Maybe a year and a half. It actually hasn't been that long. Isn't that crazy? What? And you have over yeah. 12 million downloads mm -hmm. and you're top 50 mm -hmm. and you quit your job a year ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It's great. I, it feels, it's funny. It's like, you know, when how like, it's like people set goals and then you reach them and you're like, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then you look at other people, you're like, no, but I, it's like you set a goal and then you reach it. And then you're like, no, but I want that. Right. You know, and then you make your goal higher. It's like every time as humans, we're always just making our goal higher and higher. And we're never like noticing. So, yes, I appreciate that. It's incredible. And I agree. It's like you, you're never really fully satisfied by hitting that. You're like, OK, great. And you want to you're like, please celebrate just for a second. Until yes. like, you know, people never like we do. I'm I'm so guilty of that. Like. If I, I, I like to do this like exercise with people that I know, but it's like, if you were 10 years old as a little girl, like, and you looked at yourself now, like for the most part, like most girls would be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to be this woman, you know, right. to like grow up and like be creative and do what I love and have a nice apartment or live with someone. You know, there's so, so many aspects of us that like we should be proud of that we really don't take the time to do. I completely could not agree more. And I think quarantine actually enables us to like sit and reflect for a hot second totally. on, you know, there's this quote that goes, you know, would you, if you were your nine year, would your nine year old self be proud of who you are today? And mm. I was always that nine year old looking for a role model. And if only, Aww. you know, and, and that's what I grew up to always strive to become on any platform mm. or any with any person and it's like you know it's really interesting because you have to walk a humble line but at the same yeah. time it's really nice that we have the knowledge that we can become anything we want mm -hmm. and you don't have to be nine years old to become you you can be 35 watching this live mm -hmm. and decide that today is the day mm -hmm. you know there's this quote that goes you know would you if you were your nine year, would your nine year old self be proud of who you are today? And mm. I was always that nine year old looking for a role model. And if only, Aww. you know, and, and that's what I grew up to always strive to become on any platform mm. or any with any person. And it's like, you know, it's really interesting because you have to walk a humble line, but at the same yeah. time, it's really nice that we have the knowledge that we can become anything we want mm -hmm. and you don't have to be nine years old to become you. You can be 35 watching this live mm -hmm. and decide that today is the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you may try to make your younger self proud because I never really connected with that until I got older and I was like, Oh, like I want to make that version of me proud, but we have so much to be proud for. And you know, it's, it's so cliche, but a gratitude practice really helps you find those things to be grateful mm -hmm. for and good people in your life, you know, finding those people that are like, wow, that's really amazing that you did this, or you should be really proud that you do that. And you're like, oh, yeah, thank you for like stopping me. Thank you for reminding me. It's so beautiful. Right. I love that. And so what are a few things that you would recommend to people watching if they want to not just financially and fiscally, but mentally or, you know, 
how do they find their passion? And maybe you don't have the answer, but how do they discover that they can get paid doing what they love? Mm. Yeah. So that mindset around like not being able to make money doing something you love was something that I still struggle with. I think I grew up in a small town in Ohio and no one I knew made money doing what they loved. I I never met anyone that loved their job until I got older, until I was like almost in my mid twenties. Like I just never met anyone. It was like par for the course. Everyone just has their job. They're miserable and they maybe relax on the weekends or they party on the weekends to enjoy themselves. So the mindset and the belief around not being able to make money doing what I love was so strong with me. And I had to really see it to believe it. So I had to expand my mind by seeing and socializing with other people that actually made money doing what they love. So in Los Angeles, I met friends that started to really help me understand that they really loved what they did. And I started to like read magazines and listen to podcasts about people that loved what they did. So I had to really believe it before I could do it for myself. So about the money mindset thing, um, And just around that, I know that there's so many people that can relate to that feeling, you know, and this is something that first, even before knowing about your money mindset, you have to have self-awareness. So it's like some people just go about their life and they're like, oh, this is the way it is. For me, it was me going through my life being like, oh, yeah, no one loves their job. No one loves um, doing what they love. No one can make money in an aligned way. Mm -hmm. And then I had to see like, oh, it's actually not true. And like, where did I get that mindset? So then I have to think, you know, how could I work with that? How can I really expand my mind into making more money? Um, And then for people finding what they love, I did so many things that like, never really panned out, never were that successful that like, I just did because I wanted to try them. And I think by doing all of those things, you know, the travel company, the blog, um, soul cycle, all these things, it led me to this place where I am. So it's like, try the thing, like try classes, like listen to podcasts, find things that you're interested in. And I know that's so annoying because it's like, no, I want to find my thing. I don't want to just find my interest, but like through the trying and through the doing, you will find what it is that you're meant to do. And maybe it's not the perfect thing. And maybe it's not like what it it's, maybe it's not exactly what you wanted right away, but like It's just about getting closer and closer to it because we change all the time. Like everything changes all the time to be a podcaster and have a full-time podcasting job didn't exist really for me like a few years ago. It wasn't like a thing. And so if I would have known, I would have never been able to do this because it's like, I never knew this was a possibility. So there's so many things that like are opening up for us over time. So it's really important that you like stay flexible with, what it is that, what it is that you can do and your mindset. I mean, come on. This is why I loved you from the oh, second. I love you. I'm going to help you do your podcast, whatever you need. I, I have so many resources, honestly. Thank you. And also I, we need to plug your podcast pro because that is, you're teaching people how to start oh, yeah. their own podcast, right? So I don't want you to just help me, but I want you to help everyone. So how can they mm. learn from you? Yeah, whatever you guys need support on, you know, we have either it's through almost 30 with like our courses and our workshop series on different things like quitting anxiety or intuition or money management. We have all those or we have podcast pro. So if you guys want to start a podcast, we basically took 
all the resources that we wish we would have had when we started a podcast and put it together. Like we messed up for months and months. We had to like search all these random places. And so we wanted to make it easier for people. So that's yourpodcastpro.com. And then almost30.com has anything you need, but just DM me if you guys have any questions or need any help with anything. I'm happy. And then, yeah, Liv, I'm happy to give you any resources we have. Like I would love to help you making a pod. And I would love to have you on it as well. So that's incredible. Oh, yes. You might. That's like a rule. <laughs> if I, if I help you, you like have to have me. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> of course. Given. Oh, and, thanks, Nikki. You know, I mean, thank you so much. Just because I think there's a general theme that we carried throughout this conversation, which we didn't even plan on or, or realize. And this mm. was a genuine conversation. And, you know, it's all about helping people who come after you with things that you wish you had and yeah. being that role model. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to actually be able to make a profit helping people, I don't think there's anything better than that. Completely. Yeah. And it's like, that's what it is. It's like, everyone wants to help people. Like, I think everyone listening would be like, I would love to help people. Like, my passion is people. And so it's like, what is it that's unique to you that you could give to people and like be so worth it for them that they're like, oh, I, I want to like give you energy for this. I want right. to support you with this. And so it's really finding those gifts that you guys have and then how you can express that in the world. You're incredible. And to oh. end, because I know you have to go, what is it? And my mom asked me this earlier today. So her. mom, if you're watching, we're doing this question series. <laughs> what is the worst habit you picked up in quarantine? And what is the best? And then we're out. Oh my gosh. Okay, the best. Ha I'll start with the best. Um, okay. The best habit is having a long ass morning routine. My morning routine is should be illegal. It's like two hours long. <laughs> I'm like, I got up at like six today and we had our first meeting at like 930. I was like, Oh my God, I don't know if I'm gonna have time for all this. Um, but I'm really just taking my time and like stretching and just being slow and meditating and journaling and doing all of that stuff. The worst habit for sure. There's a lot. I think it's like, honestly, the clothes I've been wearing are like real interesting. Like they're just like so old and gross and like I just really look like a depressed person. Like if someone saw me on the street, they'd be like, oh my God, I, I hope she's okay. But I've been dressing <laughs> just like so poorly and I just look like slovenly. So that's definitely my worst. Okay, well, I'll help you with any What's of that. Yours? Whatever. <laughs> For me, um, yes. my, that's actually a great question. My best, I'll start with my worst. My worst is that I wasn't working out at all for like a month straight. I literally was just working and oh my God, got always his little skinny girls. Kill me. No, no, Kill but me. I got <laughs> no, but I really, I haven't been doing anything for my body. So today was the first day that I worked out twice. I went on a run and a walk, which is good. Um, I think it just clears up your mind. And the yes. worst thing, or the best thing is that I get to be with my family, which. Oh, I just, I, it's, I'm just grateful for the time that we have and it's not time that we ever would have expected to have. So of course, I bet your family's so darling. You're invited anytime. I'm down right when this ends. <laughs> I appreciate okay, you well, so much. This was so much fun, baby. You're the best. And I'm going to tune in. I'll link almost 30 in my Perfect. story so that everyone can access and loved having you. Thank you. Yes. And then email me. I want to give you all the resources for Podcast Pro. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, love you. Bye. Bye. I just like.
it's so crazy to me how many cool, amazing people exist in this world. So if you ever feel like you're alone or if you ever feel like you don't relate to someone or if you're a girl and you don't fit in with the other girls and you just feel out of it. I know growing up, I felt super out of it. Just know that like your people do exist and there are people like you and there are kind people. And I wasn't expecting on saying this, by the way, but it's just to, like, you know, don't ever feel alone because there are hardworking girls out there and there are girls who are driven and cool and money motivated and smart and everything that you want exists and you're going to meet those people and I'm just happy that I have Krista in my life and I could bring her on here. Thanks for tuning in to Live with Live. Remember to be kind, be you, and take risks. Life is better when you just go for it. See you next time. Liv Schreiber.